It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Hey, what's happening, y'all? It's the producer from Brothers Comics. Um, I got my people with me on the line. Who's on the line tonight? It's Big Hutch, also known as Mr. Mister. Excellent. Mr. Mister's on the line. And who else is on the line? And the female perspective, a.k.a. Gigglebox. All right. Now, we're going to keep it 100 here. Like, um... Some people on this line have already been drinking before we got started tonight. Uh, we, just, uh, we won't go into why they've been drinking already, but we we keep it 100. So what y'all been drinking? Well, speaking of 100, I'm drinking a 100 proof. <laughs> I call it the, uh, the bracket buster. All right, yeah. Damn, Michigan yeah. State. Yeah. And well, I have... Uh, I have um, I guess partaking in uh, the uh, Merlot of the Rex, Rex Goliath type. So yeah. yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> partaking a lot. May, may or may not be correct. <laughs> yeah. As we say in the past, I can't confirm or deny that that actually has happened. So just leave it at that. I <laughs> right. Well, uh, I'm drinking a Magic Hat uh, number nine. I've been a lot on these Belgian whites recently, so we're going to knock that down and uh, we'll get started into the podcast here um, real fast. Hey, before you do that, how was your week? How was your week going? I sent y'all an email about my Friday before 10 o'clock yesterday. Uh, that was how my week ended, which started my been drinking for the weekend. So, what was y'all's week like? Um, it was all right. I start I start off every day with, a, with at least two MS before twelve o'clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't get them that often. Into the day, huh? Yes, my last name is MS. If they would, <laughs> if they would so uh, choose it. Right. Yeah, I, I don't get too many called that often. But when it happens, it's always special. So, yeah, my my week ended on that, and I'm trying to leave it there. Uh, hopefully, spring break is just around the corner for uh, the educated folks. All right, let's look at the box mm-hmm. office report. I'm assuming the female perspective doesn't have it pulled up, so I have it here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you might be correcting your assumption. Yeah, that's I can, all right. I can't easily pull it up. I mean, no, I got, I got it pulled at all. You know what? I got it pulled up and I got it written down. Uh, All right. Uh, box, uh, just this week, I understand. Just this week, box office report. Uh, number one movie is that Allegiant movie. Uh, it's from the Divergent series of those books. Uh, Chris, uh, Big Hush's favorite um, white teen utopia movies. That's number one. <laughs> white Uto- utopia movie. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Zootopia is number two. Miracles from Heaven is number three. 
Uh, Cloverfield Lane is number four, and then Deadpool is number five. Um, uh-huh. just so Deadpool is still hanging on. Yeah, it's almost up to like $340 million, which is, again, just bananas to me. Uh, again, wow. good, not great movie, but um, it, 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 it's doing what it's doing. Uh, it, it's completely surprising to me. Y'all still have to see it? No. No. Uh, I was going to make a point of, of checking it out this weekend, and I probably will, but I have not seen it as of yet. Okay. Yeah, I mean, again, good, not great, and we'll talk about it once y'all see it. Um, I'm going to look at a couple of these things on here. I don't. I I, I saw the first Divergent movie. Uh, I kind of thought it was terrible. Um, I saw so the first I one as well. Real... And I, like yourself, I have not bothered to check out the second one, have not seen the third one. Um, the first one was mediocre at best. Correct. It, it is a generic play on um, what, what's the other one that's like the that? Hunger Games. The Hunger, Hunger Games. Yes. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, I just and it was on a free, you know, one of those free HBO Cinemax movie weekends or whatever, so I didn't pay anything for it, which was fine by me. Um, but it was terrible. I, I I didn't like it at all. So I have no desire to see any of that. Um, my other side little uh, topic here from the box office was Cloverfield Lane, which is racking up some money in and of itself. Oh, yeah, and that's the one I said I was going to check out. I have not seen it as of yet, but I do want to see it because I like Cloverfield. I thought Cloverfield was a, a pretty good movie. So yeah. uh, I will check that one out. I have not seen it as of yet. But, um, yeah, um, what what have been the reviews thus far? Now, they've been pretty good. Um, I think it's like over 90-something on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so okay. I, I think people like it. I was kind of, you know, the first time I saw Cloverfield, I'm not a real big fan of those found footage movies, uh, just as a general rule. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I mean, I, the first time I saw it, I was like, meh. And then I saw it again, like, on a free movie weekend. I was like, oh, I think I like this a lot more than I did the first time. Um, I don't have any. I haven't read a lot about Cloverfield Lane, so, you know, if, if there ain't a monster in it, I probably don't want to see it, but, right. you know. I think there is supposed to be some tie-in to Cloverfield. There is some, there, from what I've read thus far, there is supposed to be a tie-in there somewhere, so I don't know right. if it's monster or if it's one of the characters or, you know, how um, that ties in. But this this might be before they got killed. Oh. So, or maybe that's going on while they're stuck in their bunker. I, I mean, I don't know. I haven't read anything about it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, but yeah. So that's that's out there. I, I kind of of all the top five, I want to see it. Uh, Brother Will Sachs, uh, shout out to Big Will. He texted me actually uh, today, probably about maybe an hour and a half ago, that he went and saw Zootopia today, and he said it was garbage. Uh, Ooh. So. What is it? I know. I was kind of surprised too. Um, most people have been saying that it's pretty good. I, I I haven't seen it. I got obviously two people that would fit into the demographics of seeing it, seeing it in my house, but I, I haven't seen it. I had no real desire to see it. So. so he said it was it was garbage. Garbage. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Will Stacks is a tough critic, though. So, um, but yeah, yeah, he said it's garbage. <laughs> Um, and I got one other side brother topic from the box office report. I didn't send you the article, and based on what happened in the pre-production meeting, I'm glad I didn't. Um, the uh, 
Did you see the news reports about the uh, the side business about trying to open up that fifty dollars uh, like yeah, home service? Okay, I saw that about how Hollywood is trying to um, direct marketing. Yeah, around. direct marketing and set up direct stream for fifty dollars um, uh, where you can actually stream the the movie. Uh, you know, the day it's released for fifty dollars. Right. Right. How y'all feel um, about that? Eh, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. Hollywood is in, in serious trouble. I think we all know that. Most of these movies, they're not worth paying $50 to see. Uh, I'm going to be honest and put it out there on Front Street. They're not worth paying $50 to see. Um, <laughs> would I pay $50 to see a movie that, you know, uh, director release? Uh, if it had somebody I was interested in seeing and an interesting plot, maybe. But that's that's a huge question mark on maybe. What do you think, Big Hush? Um, the last two movies I've seen cost me about fifty bucks each, so right. uh, I'm uh, I'm it ain't worth it. No. A pox to them. A pox. <laughs> <laughs> So you're saying that the direct stream is not I'm not, not worth it. Fifty bucks on that. So you say that's not worth it. Right, it ain't okay. worth it. Okay. I mean, and what's your opinion? It's a double-edged sword, you know. Like if I go take my people to the movie, now it might cost me a little bit around that much. Well, uh, for you, I, it might be more cost uh, cost productive to to do it that way. As well, but I told y'all, I told y'all on that last podcast, like you know, I'm a matinee person. I don't see movies at night. Uh, we sneak in everything, you know, say for soda. So um, you know, to tell all of us to go to a matinee that might cost seven dollars, you know, that's twenty eight dollars to sneak in everything, you know, some soda. It might be like forty dollars at the most fifty. So in a sense, it would be worth it if it was something that you really, 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 really wanted to see and you don't want to go deal with the crowds, whether it be, you know, right. the Star Wars or Batman versus Superman. Like, it might be worth it in a sense. But if you stream into me, you know, freaking Cloverfield Lane or Zootopia or something like that, like, nigga, I probably wasn't going to go see that anyway. So I'm going <laughs> to still hit it, you know, for $1.50 at Redbox anyway. So, you know, but... What I wrote on the Facebook page is like, you know, Hollywood is behind the curve on this because people have been air quotation streaming movies at their houses for a while now, uh, and that shit is free. Correct. <laughs> so yeah, so I, you know, they're kind of behind the curve. So you trying to give it to me that way when I could still probably stream it for free again, air quotations. Yeah, you, <laughs> you really not, you're not really doing me a favor, you know, not really. Mm-hmm. Um. So that's kind of what I thought about it. I, you know, it, it, it's probably not for me. Uh, I don't see a lot of movies that much anymore in the theater anyway. You so know, but what it is is that they know people are already streaming these movies, so they're trying to get a cut out of that uh, financial. Correct. So that that's what all this is about. They're trying yeah. to get to cut from it. Right, and but they've also there's also partly to blame the studios and whatnot too because they've made the movie going experience ridiculous. They right. made it you know super expensive. They made it right. where you you know you you in there with the kids, 
seven years old. They shouldn't be in watching Deadpool. They, I mean, right. they made the experience so unfavorable for, like, the viewer. I mean, it's, it's kind of like, uh, Big Hudson, I was saying, it's kind of like, you know, am I going to go pay to go see the Falcons and pay all this money, or will I pay, you know, I got a 50-inch 50 50 flat-screen TV that I can sit in my house and watch the same thing in right. HD? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, why would I bother do, going through the hassle of parking and paying $70 to park on somebody's lawn when I can mm-hmm. watch it from my crib for free? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it, it's a double-edged sword. But yeah. uh, I, I, I wouldn't say I'm for or against it. I, I, it's just probably it's not for me. Well, um, their, sword, their sword is dull because it, <laughs> it, 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 they're about 20 years too late. Yeah, yeah they exactly. are behind the curve on this one right. because people have been doing this for a minute. Yeah, 20 years, because how many and of y'all... And I'm sure you know this. Like I said, this is just a matter of them trying to get a financial cut of what's all, what already exists. Right. I mean, it's, it's, think about how many times, you know, well, maybe not female sex because, you know, you live in a nice neighborhood. But how many times we done drove past the bootleg video guy back in the day, you know, where they got a copy of the movie on videotape. You know, it might be a good booter, it might not. But, you know, you buy it out the back of somebody's truck. That was 30-some-odd years ago. You're right. You know what I mean? So, exactly. I mean, they way behind. Streaming the movies about, i say, about 15, 20 years. Right, so it, yeah. Uh, what's your uh, side, brother, topic? What's your favorite uh, get gank bootleg uh, story? <laughs> oh, <laughs> music or funny. Music or video? Music or video? <laughs> oh, yeah, you see? That's <laughs> Who's showing oh his, his hind quarters? Yes. <laughs> I told you that story. But well, mine was a blank CD altogether. <laughs> I didn't even have a movie on it, period. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I, I told you this story. I told the whole world this story. Yes, you did tell everyone your story. I you, bought a bootleg CD or boot or or, or boot. So yeah, I, <laughs> I, I served a bootleg uh, movie, and the uh, producer of said film, <laughs> tour, <laughs> fan, fan. decided to get uh, up, <laughs> take and drop his drawers. <laughs> Yeah, that's always that yeah. dude. 
mean, like you can't yeah. get up because your hair is half cut. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, okay, so switching other topics to get off of bootleg movies. Um, just a little bit of comic and comic movie news from the week. Um, all right, there's three of them there. Uh, female perspective, give me a number, one to three. Two. Two. Uh-huh. Um, Steven Spielberg and Harrison Ford and Disney announced that there's going to be an Indiana Jones Part 5 starring Harrison Ford and directed oh, by Steven Spielberg. Um, thoughts on that? Um, hey, they were bound to do it anyway, so... Yeah, I mean we knew it was coming. So, did we? I mean, I, I, yeah, that, we did. We that, knew it was coming. That last one. Yeah, that last one was pretty horrible. Actually, so I mean, <laughs> the crystal skull. The crystal yeah. skull, yeah. And the UFOs and all that. Yeah. I mean, just huh, I don't know what that was about. I mean, and what what are they gonna find now? I mean. You have found the, the Holy Grail. You have found the sort of, or the Ark of the Covenant. You have found aliens. You survived mm-hmm. a nuclear explosion in a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Right. What's left? Yeah, just say what is left. Um, shit. Um, maybe they can find the fountain of youth for Harrison Ford because he's going to be damn 80 years old when this shit come out. He um, is. But guess what? He's still going. Still kicking. Man. Man. Man, that's the search for uh, his freaking artificial hips or his knee <laughs> replacement. Uh, okay. Indiana Jones is search for a blue light special. I mean, it's just there's no way, man. I'm sorry. I mean, if y'all saw Star Wars, y'all saw how he was limping around in that movie. Don't. I mean, it's even real, man. Actually, I mean, in Star Wars, I didn't think he looked that bad. I mean, for seventy something year year old dude. I thought he he pretty much handled himself pretty good. Was that? I mean, wasn't that supposed to be after the, the plane crash or around? Yeah, or but yeah, but still, man, it, it might have been after. Yeah, it's probably after. Uh, but I got to keep it real too. Always that, uh, and I think I admitted this on some other one of our other podcasts. Uh, I've actually never seen any of the Indiana Jones movies. I know what they are, and I know parts of them. But I've actually You've never I've seen sat through any them. of those movies. None of them. Zero. Wow. Well, then you really can't speak from a place of, um, of you know, of knowledge because you've never seen them. I can speak from the fact that, like, I know what they are and I've seen them on, but yeah, I just you know don't what they are. But until you've actually seen them, you really can't speak, you know, as far as the quality and so forth of the movies. No, I'm not talking about the quality. I'm just saying yeah. that I don't yeah, he kind of does need to see him. What do you have to see? Yeah, he kind of does. I'm I'm going to say he does need to see him. What do you have to see? Yeah. You need to see the movie. If I ain't seen it now. Right. You, you kinda, I mean, you got a pretty good gist of the movies, I would say. I got a gist of it. I kind of have an idea what's going on. But, I, I, it, does not, it never appeals to me at all. You know what I mean? Uh, I I have seen them I have seen them enough for both of us, and after the after the first one, kind of really you've seen enough. And I yeah. the first two the, uh, were the Temple all of right. Doom. Temple of Doom. That's number two. 
Okay. The third one was, which one was that? Was the one with Sean Connery? Yeah, that's the one with Sean Connery. Okay. And that's, and I thought that should have been it. Right. Okay. All right, Big Hush. Uh, Number one or three? Movie Three is the magic number. Uh, Disney and Robert Downey Jr. announced today that, or this week, that there would be no Iron Man four. Um, thoughts on that, Big Hutch? Hooray! Yeah, yeah. I, that was my thought too. What about you, female perspective? I agree. That's a good move. Right. Because yeah, after I, that one, they don't need to make a fourth. After the second and third one. Yeah, second and third one. Yeah. And I'm surprised that they realize that at this point, but yeah. Yeah, something tells me, yeah, that's awful strange of Disney to be like, we can make at least $150 million. We just, you know, Mm -hmm. put the marquee up. Because they're not the type to just turn away from money. And when I see must be asking, what, $100 million? I mean, they would even pay him $100 million. They would. Because they'll make... Three times that from from the profits of it. Well, what are they doing? Well, well, I would actually say if that were the case, then they probably would do it. Um, But since they're not, they obviously see the diminishing returns for him and the franchise. Um, I mean, you can have him in movies like he's in Civil War, and I'm sure he'll be in the uh, Infinity War when those two movies come out too uh, without doing a solo movie. Um, I think they've kind of moved on. It looks like they're going to move on completely from all the phase one movies anyway, because there's not going to be a Captain America four. There's not going to be an Iron Man four, Thor three ends with whatever this one is too. So I, you know, it's either going to be reboot restarts with new actors or just focusing on other characters and let them appear in, in other movies. Uh-huh. I, uh, that's, uh, that's, uh, that's a risky move by Disney. Because, like what? I said, you, you go to these stage two, stage three characters, and right. they better be on point. <laughs> <laughs> well, at this point, I, I think they're they're pretty much banking on, I mean, they could care less whether it's on point or not. They know that they already they have a built-in audience. They already have a built-in audience who are going to show up regardless. So, well, for, I mean, what? I'm one of those built-in audience. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've avoided the last three or two or three for sure. Right. Uh, I think we talked about this on the OG Secret Wars podcast. If you're doing like Avengers-type movies, you really always have to have one of the big three in there or, the you know, Captain America, Iron Man, and or Thor need to be in the movie to make them, you know, to make the team go. Um, so mm-hmm. it, it'll be curious to see once they get past Infinity War, which is really kind of the end-all, be-all for this group of movies and actors, where it goes from there. My thought would be is it'd have to be almost a complete reboot, restart from for every single character. I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is yeah, probably Yeah, because they're aging, they're aging out of the demographic. Right. Yeah, he's closer to 60 than 50 probably at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you kind of have to, to move on and – you know, that's what I imagine. This has to be a hard reboot after the Infinity War, which is in, like, 19, uh, 2019. Um, so, yeah, so no Iron Man 4. I'm perfectly okay with it. Nobody was asking for it. I know I wasn't. Uh, and then the last story, this will be a big hush uh, and I one. 
Um, DC and Warner Brothers announced that they're moving forward with the Lobo movie, Big Hotch. Lobo, a cut-rate Wolverine knockoff character from DC, uh, somewhat popular in the 90s. Uh, I would say somewhat popular, not that, not really popular, but somewhat popular in the 90s. And they're moving ahead with the script right for the Lobo movie, Big Hush. DC, don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's it's such a DC move, and it's also totally Deadpool effect. You know, the character is very R-rated, very rude, crude. The book is as well. and it's this is a total Deadpool effect. Like, oh well, he's, we've got a rude, crude character that you know looks kind of cool. We need to make a movie with him. Of course, it'll be rated R, and we'll just move forward. Total Deadpool effect, um, and a huge <laughs> mistake by DC if they move forward with this. Um, so yeah, not not a good not a good look for DC as they continue to um, make their turns. Now again, we're about a week away from Batman versus Superman. I got my tickets for seeing it Thursday night at nine o'clock p.m. Uh, uh, so I can, my kids see it before they go to school so they can go spoil it for other children. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're 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 ready. Uh, I haven't bought anything, like my shirt or anything like that. I'll probably wear my Green Lantern shirt. But, yeah, we're mm-hmm. we're totally ready for that. Uh, so we'll we'll let you know and probably have a quick review of the movie right after it's over. Uh, so be checking out for that. Um, our other main topic today, as we get into about – 25 minutes in here. Our main topic today is uh, Deadpool Season 2 on Netflix, which premiered on Friday. And then Deadpool. X-Men Apocalypse trailer. Deadpool, at, you mean Daredevil. Daredevil, I'm sorry. Magic yeah, Hat. you getting the two Ds confused. Magic and that's Hat. big confusion because one sucks and the other one doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like double Ds. What? Sorry, all right. Um, yeah, so why are you calling Deadpool then? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, so let's do what, let's do X Men Apocalypse first. The trailer debuted on Friday uh, morning. I sent it to you as soon as I saw it. I know Big Hush couldn't get around his work filters. Um, I got it. At, I actually happened to be around when it actually premiered on Friday, and I sent it to y'all guys. What what were your like? Did you finally see it, Big Hush? I saw it. <laughs> what were your like? What did you like? Oh, Comic Con. What did you like? I I mean I like the I like the setup. It looks a lot better. Um, the, the well, the, you mean Apocalypse looks a lot better? Yeah, I like Apocalypse. Okay. Yeah, they did something. They changed a little bit. They yeah. look like the state the, the, the Power Ranger dude. Um, right. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I like Psylocke. Uh-huh. Yeah, she looks great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I what thought else? all of the characters seem to look pretty good. They 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 pretty much seem to fit their characterization, so that that helped. Um, I mean, you know, I'm an X Men fan. I mean, as far as all these comic book characters go, I'm definitely more into X Men because I think you, they're. But you're talking to us like we're not in X Men. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I you guys have more of a history in the comic books and these comic books characters than I do, but I'm just saying from my point of view, I'm definitely more into the X-Men than I am into some of these other characters. So uh, henceforth, I'm all in as far as this movie is concerned. Okay. Big Hutch, what did you not like about the trailer? Uh, what did I not like about 
Uh, let me see here. I was, it was I. I, I can't say anything I like. I think they proved everything. Right. I think y'all got the email from uh, Brother Beavis that I sent out, you know, about it too. Where I was like, I think there's something just feels off about it. And shout out to the Geek Syndicate. Uh, we were having this conversation via Twitter. Like there was this, it's a, something just feels off. Uh, I can't put my finger on it. I was like, maybe it's the no Wolverine thing. Um, that could or be. Wolverine maybe. Not yeah, he's not, and he's allegedly not in it at all. Um, I, I have my doubts about that, though. Um, I, I do, too. Yeah, I think yeah. he'll show somewhere. Yeah, um, and I, I think it might be the, the mystique as leader of the X-Men. I think that's part of it. Um, uh-huh. And shout out to uh, Lauren from the Nerds of Prey. It's like, you know what? I, we we all just need a lot less of Jennifer Lawrence in our lives. So <laughs> this, this is very true. Um, we don't need her in our lives at all. And, um, and you know, if she wants to be, if Mystique is the leader of the X-Men, whatever, okay, fine, I can deal with that. But I need to be seeing Mystique as the leader of the X-Men. I don't need to be seeing Jennifer Lawrence, like, talking and giving, you know, Morpheus speeches. You know, you get everything you know, and this is war. Like, I, I don't need to see her giving Morpheus speeches, man. So just, it, it, if something feels off, you know, I'm an in-singer, we trust person for these X-Men movies. You know, again, anything he's touched has been very good. So um, I'm sure it'll be fine. It's not like I'm going to miss it or not be there opening day, night, or whatever. But did, that, did the trailer make you any more hype, Big Hutch? I'm a little bit more hyped than I was. That uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm more hyped than I was before. Okay. Compare your hype level from seeing that than from seeing Civil War. Did Civil War make you more hyped for Civil War or X Men Apocalypse make you more hyped for X Men Apocalypse? I got more hyped up for the Civil War. Right. Yeah, I did too. And I think maybe X Men Apocalypse suffered a little bit from coming behind that Civil War trailer that had everybody you know, kind of falling off your geek chairs. What about mm-hmm. you, female perspective? Did it do anything more for you uh, or about the uh, same? Well, you know, I'm an X-Men person, so, yeah, I'm more hyped. I care. I get, I think I'm more invested in the characters of the X-Men series than I am from Civil War. So, right. I mean, I like Civil War, but I'm not, like, hugely hyped on that. I And I think part of that is from... Age of Ultron because I was so disappointed in that. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I I think I'm definitely more invested in the X Men series than I am in in the um, the Civil War series. Okay. All right. So yeah. So X Men Apocalypse comes out the end of May. Uh, again, it, it. I'm I'm looking forward to it again. It, the trailer didn't do anything to dissuade me from wanting to see it. It just didn't. I don't know. I just I think I expected more, and I think I just might be let down from that Civil War trailer. All right, uh, our other main topic is Daredevil season two on Netflix, premiered <laughs> on Friday night. Um, we got all chance. How far did y'all get into your watching? We saw the first two episodes. First two episodes. I'm up, I'm on episode four, so I made it through three. I'm probably like maybe a quarter away through um, episode four. Uh, just to recap, season one was outstanding. If you have not seen oh, Daredevil yeah. on Netflix, you are yeah, 
you are missing one of the best things committed to television in a very long time. Um, follows the story of Matt Murdock, you know, blind lawyer with his uh, friend Foggy Nelson. He becomes Daredevil. Um, over the course of a season, he has these huge. It's 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 super well written. It's super violent. Um, it's it, it's just a great show. Um, and works so well for a character that would fit much more for a television, grimy television show than it would for a glammed-out movie starring Ben Affleck. Um, so <laughs> it works out a lot better that way. So mm. season one was a big hit. That came before Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones was a big hit. And now we're into season two of Daredevil, which, um, again, we saw the first couple of episodes. What was your initial impression, Big Hunt? I liked it. Um, so far, so good. Mm. Um, yeah, I I used to, I love Daredevil as a character in the comic book. Um, yeah, so I'm in. I'm all in. Right. What do you think, female perspective? Um, I'm definitely all in. Uh, I enjoyed the first season of Daredevil. Um, uh, after watching the first two episodes, I'm still all in. The quality of this particular series is very top notch. Um, I've got to give kudos to Charlie Cox um, as an actor. He does an excellent job portraying Daredevil. He's easy on the eyes. That's always a plus for a female out there. And, yes, um, he he does an excellent job by far. So, yes, right. I'm all in. Well, and, again, we can't get too far into spoilers. And uh, I talked to Sandman <laughs> earlier today. He's like, I, you know, the, the the Twitter streets and social media are not safe from spoilers, so you really kind of have to be careful. But the first two episodes, if you listen to this podcast, it'll post on Monday or Tuesday, so you better get your watching on. Um, basically, it goes into the history of or getting into why the Punisher is in Hell's Kitchen, um, and there is uh, a new killer essentially on the streets of Hell's Kitchen taking out mobsters and gangsters primarily the Irish, and um, uh, Daredevil is involved in trying to figure out who it is and why he's doing it, and there's a final confrontation um, near the end of the first episode between Daredevil and Punisher that ends with a, you know, a fight on the roof that is just, I mean, it's so well shot. It's so, I mean, it's just so well done. I mean, I, I don't understand how anybody could not look at that and be like, wow, this is incredible TV filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so well done. And then the second episode goes into, you know, Daredevil is a little bit um, knocked off his loot, you know, off his rocker a little bit from this battle with the right. Punisher, and um, right. talks and you know gets into more of, you know, kind of their, you know, they're gonna come to a head here in episodes three, which you guys haven't seen. Um, but it, it's all kind of building up to what, who is the Punisher? Why is he doing what he's doing? and, you know, Daredevil's attempts to stop him. And then there's, like, a B-plot of them trying to keep somebody safe from the Punisher uh, with Foggy. And uh, what's the lawyer's – what's the, the, the lady's name? Because she's always escaped. Karen Page. Yeah. Karen Page. Oh, okay. And mm-hmm. – uh, did you say Sharon Tate? That's the that's help us get No, no, no. No, we didn't say Sharon Tate. We said Karen – Page. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Can't page. So, um, <laughs> so, um, 
so yeah, and so there's the B plot there, and uh, you know, it's it's so well done. Uh, like I said, I'm through episode three. Uh, y'all should probably watch episode three because it's a really good one. Uh, it's a really good one, uh, especially mm-hmm. the ending is is outstanding. If you well, remember, so the, well, the, series, the series in and of itself is very well written and very well done. I have to give. Netflix kudos and whoever else is involved in the series production of that. I mean, like last season, I mean, I was blown away at the production value of how well it was done. Because, I I mean, going into it, I really didn't know a whole lot about Daredevil. But coming out of it, I was really thoroughly impressed. It was very, very well done, top-notch actors. Storyline, plot, writing, everything was, you know, top notch. Did you Did right. you see the Affleck movie? I did. I saw part bits and pieces of it, and in comparison, yes, the the series is way way better quality than the movie. Right, and and, and again, I think the character works better on a small screen than big, um, you know, because he really doesn't have any superpowers. So it just translates better to that smaller screen. And plus, what he does in the comic book, you know, it isn't pretty. You know, I mean, he is literally somebody that's out there beating up like thugs. And, you know, it kind of works more in a Batman type of sense um, than it would for uh, on a, I guess, in terms of comparison to another hero. And it just works. And, you know, while, how they shoot that series, um, it just it just fits the character so much. Uh, and it, uh, so yeah, I, I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, like I said, if you once you get to episode three, if you remember the hallway scene from episode or season one, uh, there's a good kind of throwback or nod to that at the end of season uh, episode three, and uh, you'll be exhausted from watching it to be honest with you. Um, it, it's just a great series. I can't wait to get through the rest of it. Now that was our little side topic with this too about this idea of binge watching. Now, what Netflix does is that they make all the well, they make all the episodes available. There's 13 episodes of the series, and then they make all of them available like from the start. So it's not like releasing a show like once a week where you got to wait around for it. You know, if you wanted to, you could watch all of them in a row in a binge watch situation. And Netflix is really the the pioneer on this binge watching. Although they, we binge watch they are the pioneer. It, start, it started with the House of Cards, and w- initially when they released House of Cards, everyone was like, eh, are you sure you want to do that? You're releasing all of the, the episodes at once? Maybe you should release half at one time and then the second half at another time. And, I mean, once they did that, I mean, it took off. I mean, and they started winning awards for it and everything. So they really were ahead of the curve. They started the trend, and now everyone is trying to catch up. And, I mean, I'm kind of in favor of binge watching because those of us who have busy schedules or whatever who can't be watching television, you know, at a certain time or whatever to catch the next episode, you can watch it whenever you're available you know, whenever you have time to, you can get caught up on the series or whatever. And I'm in favor of that. I am in favor of that. And I think it works for most people who do have busy schedules and, you know, can't be sitting by the television, you know, waiting for the next episode to, to come on. So, right. yeah, 
and I, I think I think that kind of it plays into that, and I I think it's worked. I think it has worked. Okay, Big Hush, are you, what are you about the binge watching the show? Well, yeah, I, I enjoy binge watching the shows. I mean, what I used to do when a series came on or a series came out, and I didn't have the uh, time to sit and watch the TV. It would come in on at the uh, local video store. I would rent the right. video with all the episodes and watch it all in one yeah. shot because you only had 24, 48 hours to watch it anyway. So you just right. watch as many as you could, mm-hmm. and that's how I got into binge watching. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah, so I was going to say, like, we've all, you know, they just didn't call it binge watching. But I mean, we've always done that in the past, you know, whether it be, you know, maybe watch all the Star Wars movies back to back to back or getting one to those you know, reruns on TV where they, you know, they have those little mini marathons of, you know, the King of Queens or whatever show, and you just watch a whole bunch of them because it's just on and you just do it, you know. But the 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 term or the 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 idea, I guess, of this new binge watching thing is is a millennial type thing where, you know, allegedly they're just too busy to watch TV shows at any particular time, and then they'll just sit through, you know, an entire season of a show, you know, in one sitting. Um, which to me, I, I you know, I I think I, I don't know if I put it out on Facebook or Twitter. Is like you know, it's hard for me to watch Daredevil because of the content, you know, and because of the audience that's around me. So I have to like kind of sneak watch it whenever I can. That's why I, mean, I still haven't finished Jessica Jones for that reason. I think I'm on episode ten, and it's just because it's so hard because of the language and the violence that I just can't sit through it because of the audience that's around me. And you know, I'm I. I sort of a binge watch for me is like two episodes. <laughs> so, uh, I can't I can't imagine. You know, I was to talk on Twitter uh, that you know people was like, I think I'm gonna I'm feeling kind of sick. I might have to take off work tomorrow. You know, so they could binge watch. Uh, you know, Daredevil. You know, having uh-huh. a case of uh, Electra Nachios and got to go see Doctor Frank Castle. You know, <laughs> to uh, you know to kind of get a cure for that for the day, and you know, and I you know in a different time and space, I probably would have been one of those people, too. Uh, so now I'm kind of like, well, I've, I've gotten through four episodes. You know, I'll try to get through maybe, you know, I kind of like the idea of watching stuff, you know, kind of once a week. I mean, I'm a, a DVR person. You know, I wait for things to come on the DVR, and if I'll see it when I see it, you know, I might watch two or three episodes at once, you know, just for continuation purposes. But it's hard for me to sit down and watch, a, you know, a show like that back to back to back because I just because of the audience that's around me. Mhm. And so, and that's understandable. I mean, yeah, 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 you have to take that into consideration. Right. But yeah, yeah, if if you have the time or whatever available, it's to me it's easier to set out chunks of your time to watch maybe a couple of episodes here and there as opposed to setting out a chunk every week to to try and watch a particular series. Right. What's the last thing you binge watched, Big Hutch? And I'm going to go binge. It has to be, you probably had to see at least three or four episodes in a row. What's the last thing you binge watched? It'd probably be Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, yeah. yeah. I think I'd okay. have to say with me. I think I binge watched Jessica Jones as well. Right. Yeah. Um, I can't remember really the last thing I really, really got like that far into. I think it was probably The Flash on Netflix. I probably watched four episodes of The Flash in a row. Again, audience, my uh, you know my audience can watch that. 
So that's probably the last thing that I was like, oh, okay, here's another one coming on. Here's a press play for the next episode. And, you know, it just kept going from there. Um, mm-hmm. I know I did I know I know did binge watch Firefly um, a few years Firefly. ago. Firefly? Uh, what? Yeah. Did we you got, say Firefly? Yeah. I, well, and Big Hutch can attest to this, too. Uh, that's that Josh Whedon uh, Space Cowboy yeah, show. Yeah, I know what Firefly is. Oh. When did you binge watch this? I don't know. It was a Firefly while ago. Firefly has been off for a minute. That's it's funny. on Netflix, boo. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we know it's on Netflix, but it's been on Netflix for a minute. So when did you binge watch Firefly? It's been a while ago. <laughs> well, you know what it became? It was one of those things. Oh, <laughs> Wait, you ain't you ain't seen no Indiana Jones movies? <laughs> you uh, well, <laughs> hold on, man. Look at them cards. Uh, <laughs> that would be my geek card. It was my blur card. First off, people tell you, uh, all people that like Firefly will defend it to the end of the world. I don't know anything about it, so I'm like, well, people are telling me that this is not people telling me, but we, like people we, are saying that this is good. We know about those who defend Firefly. We actually saw the movie that they right. released for Firefly. Serenity. And Serenity. And we're yeah. still uh, scratching our hands as to our, this is supposed to be good because of what again? And Dragon Con, and Dragon Con every year. There are those. There are two groups of fans that that I just be like, huh, what? And it's the Josh Whedon, or the Firefly. He can't the do brown coats, right? And the or the Buffy, all them them dudes too. But and also the Doctor Who people, right? Oh, the, oh man, the Doctor Who people. Are you freaking kidding me? Doctor Who. I'm not really sure. And then in the Nathan 
Fallon, Fallon, what's his yeah, name? Nathan, I can, Fallon, I, yeah, Blake, close, close to Nathan's that. whatever. <laughs> he thinks he is God. Is. Castle. Right. Yeah. He, he thinks he God get to acting and being cool. <laughs> I don't, he ain't even good. He's not even good dirt Benedict. <laughs> Dang. Jeez, for free. <laughs> Come on, man. That's harsh. <laughs> like Castle. Okay. I, I mean, Castle is awful. Castle is awful, and that is still on te- television is, is saying some awful stuff in and of itself. Right. But, yes, that some people are actually still watching that crap. Right. Well, so, but anywho, back to Daredevil. Um, so, and yeah. We're, it's quality production. Yeah. Good thumbs action. way up. Yeah, thumbs way up. Yeah, thumbs way up. Uh, you know, just keep sticking with it if you hadn't. I mean, if you listen to this podcast, I would imagine that you've probably already seen parts of the episodes and you've probably already seen season one. But if for some reason you haven't, go, after you've listened to this podcast, go log on to your Netflix account and watch, binge watch all of it immediately. For another thing I want to bring up that everybody is tearing up Netflix and Hulu, and, but the person that's out in the cold now, it's good old Redbox. Yeah. yeah Redbox is struggling. Yeah, they are right. struggling. I read well, that. And I think I, I read an article about that, too. And I think they suffer from the fact that – I think they suffer oh, more from the fact that – I think they suffer more from the fact that, that they don't have, like, an extensive library. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that hurts them, too. You know, I mean, look, this side, bro, top of like, we're all, the three of us for sure, are all fans of the video store. And we all have spent time together at said video store for, you know, minutes and hours looking and searching for something. <laughs> you know, trying to find something good. And, you know, now at the Redbox, you know, what do they got? A rotation of 30 titles at the most. Right. It's there. It's there. If it's not. It's not, and then, you know, some of the stuff that's there is some straight-up, you know, Tyler Perry direct-to-video release. It's just not worth it anyway. Like, you wouldn't watch it if it was for free on TBS, let alone, you know, paying $1.50 for it. And right. so now it just, you know, Redbox becomes, you know, I mean, we do a whole feature on our website about it. Like, is it worth a Redbox? You know, is it really worth a fifty? You know, I just did, you know, Get Hard uh, for the <laughs> website this past weekend. Wow. Yeah. And I'm comment on that. I can't believe you said that movie was actually funny. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, now, we could debate this for a, a couple of minutes, but that movie was garbage. Did you see it? I saw it. That's why I know it was garbage. Oh, okay. I saw it. I, thought, I, mean, I saw it. it. And, I, and I happened to like Will Ferrell, and that movie was straight up garbage. Uh, again, I... Dollar fifty, yes. A paid movie money, it's not no. Even worth a dollar fifty. It's yeah. not even worth a dollar fifty. <laughs> I liked it. I had no expectations. <laughs> the, the purple is strong with this one. No, it's not even about the purple. And that movie was garbage. <laughs> I I don't know. Maybe it caught me at the right time. I like Maybe, that it, maybe it cost you at the right time. It didn't catch you yeah. at the right time. No, it didn't. No. <laughs> I, uh, so, but I think that's part of the reason that Redbox is on the struggle. Um, it's just, 
quality of movies and, you know, I mean, it also, too, you know, if there's a movie that you really like, you're not going to wait around to rent it anymore because the DVDs are so cheap now, too. You know, if it's something that you like, you're not going to wait, you know, the extra time for it to get the red box and then wait to rent it and then try to remember to take it back in a day so you only have to pay a dollar fifty when you could just pay, you know, twelve to fifteen dollars and get it and have it because you like that movie, you know, because you like that movie. You know, I, I, haven't I, bought a movie in a minute. I haven't bought it. I I have to admit I haven't bought a movie in a minute either because most of these yeah. movies there. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Hollywood is in trouble. I mean, right. the product they're putting out is pretty much garbage. So, yes, there there have been very few movies that they have released recently that I've actually said, you know what, I'm going to go out and buy that DVD or I'm going right. to buy that right. I mean, there right. really has not been, there have been very few movies that I've even been, uh, you know, had had the inclination to even want to purchase them. Right. So, yeah. So that tells you the industry in and of itself is in serious trouble. Right. Well, yes and no. Um, And I ain't going to say anything about who and what we are and where we are age-wise, but we are aging out of the demographic of where Hollywood gives a fuck about what we think. Um, And I understand that demographic well. You know, so those, the people that they do care about, you know, go to the movies, buy the DVDs, buy the T-shirts, buy all that for crap movies. I mean, you know, your favorite movie was on USA Today. I saw the end of Jack Reacher as I was doing something today. Um, oh, and who, whose favorite movie was that? <laughs> I, no, that was sarcasm, then. Um, yeah, so, let's, let's clarify that because some people yeah. may not understand that. That right. is sarcasm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, but those, you know, those, I, I always go back to how somehow Fast and the Furious 7 made a billion dollars. Now, I've never seen a Fast and Furious movie all the way through from beginning to end, but I can watch that from the trailer and whatnot and know that those movies are fucking terrible. So, <laughs> um, Well, you know, the last one made the amount of money it did because, you know, you lost one of the actors. Right. Um, the way it was edited, I mean, the ending was, I, I'll admit, I saw that movie. The ending mm. was pretty sad. I mean, it kind of, you know, kind of hit home as far as to what happened to him in real life. Right. Um Yeah, I think that's kind of why it made the amount of money it did. And then, like the other ones, was making so much more or less either. I mean, it's just a profitable franchise. They're making another one. You know, the fact that the Fast and the Furious has eight movies is bananas. You know what I mean? So, bananas. I agree. It's so, it, you I, know, it, but I'm just saying, like, we're not the target demographic for that. And, like, I think Hollywood, yeah, it may be in trouble, but it's also, like, kind of where we're coming from. They're not making movies for people that are our age anymore. I mean, we ain't, you know, we ain't we ain't the target audience, um, and sadly, for whatever reason, uh, they don't care about what we think, and we ain't the target audience. And as Big Hush has always said, you know, a lot of target audience ain't even American anymore either. It's Indians and Chinese people, you know, because there's billions of people over there, and they don't care about anything right. else but making that money from and, there. And a, and a lot of these movies are targeted towards more towards the international market. 
because right. they know over in China, whatever, they can clean up if, if you know, the movie is presented, you know, in the right way. And they so, don't fucking, and they don't care about the quality because they're just happy to see something that ain't a bunch right. of other fucking Chinese people in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> I can't sign off on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I cleaned that up as best as I could, Big Hut. Yeah. I, I didn't go full racist. I only went the, just the chip. So, you got a yeah. good head there. Yeah, I cleaned it up. So, anywho, um, but yeah, so that's that's that Daredevil, awesome. Can't wait to get through it. Hopefully, I don't get uh, caught. Charles uh, Clark, a great actor, did a uh, is doing an excellent job playing portraying the character. I mean, yeah. If you haven't checked it out, I would highly recommend it. Definitely better than the the uh, Hollywood production with uh, Ben Affleck. Ugh, yeah, Bad, definitely. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get into uh, STFUs and a new topic we're going to spin here for the podcast called The Blackest Thing You've Seen This Week. Um, I sent out a couple of videos to Big Hodge and Female Perspective uh, we'll go through those, but I'm going to drop another one on you that I didn't tell you about first, uh, one of the blackest things I've seen this week, and I wish I had saved where I saw it from. I saw something online about talking about um, lunch tickets from the 80s. Now, what, what uh, was that again? Say that again. Lunch, lunch tickets. Lunch. All right. Lunch. So, yeah, so if you grew up in this city and went to city schools where we was from, you know, if you – you or your family was broke ass, they would give you these tickets so you wouldn't have to pay for lunch. And they was literally like tickets, like almost raffle-like, but they were bigger than that. And so you'd have to tear off a ticket every single day to go get your lunch, and that's for proof of your broke assness. Um, and then you would hand them the ticket, and then you'd get a lunch. You know, people that weren't broke ass, either they were brown bag or, you know, uh, they paid for their lunch. So I saw something about, like, freaking lunch tickets, and I about lost it because lunch tickets is one of the blackest things ever of all time. Big Hutch? It's true. I mean, I do remember, I mean, <laughs> it's supposed to be the opposite in the real world, but actually you was cool if you had reduced lunch tickets. You were right. cool? <laughs> yeah. Dang, for <laughs> real? Right. You, you were, were cool right. if you had reduced lunch. And then I remember also bartering for reduced lunch. <laughs> bartering? <laughs> Dang. So you could get like two donuts in, in the breakfast. Oh, right. my goodness. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was no doubt that we were broke acidness. And then I think either our mom was either too honest or, I don't know, maybe she had filled it out after she got her income tax check or something. But uh, somehow we did not qualify for freaking lunch tickets for a time there. We had them for a bit. And then I think when we moved in with our grandmother, then we didn't have lunch tickets no more, which, um, you know, I wound up being a brown bag person for a good period of time in elementary school. In middle school, um, but yeah, we we should have been on lunch tickets forever. I don't know why we weren't on lunch tickets. Um, so yeah, that was that was one of the blackest things I've seen this week. Um, 
Go ahead. Uh, female perspective, you want to share yours? It's kind of an STS. Oh, my. But what was one oh, black thing this week? This is straight up ghetto. Okay. It was uh, St. Patrick's Day on, on Thursday, right? So right. Let me partake in the the shamrock shake that's being sold by McDonald's. You know, I had my taste buds already for it and so forth and so on. So I went to McDonald's and had got my face literally cracked because the girl was like, we don't sell those. So I was like, are you kidding me? How do you not sell a shamrock shake on St. Patrick's Day at McDonald's <laughs> when you have it advertised on television? And she just looked bewildered like, huh? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? I mean, that is straight up ghetto. Yeah. But to top that off, I happened to find another uh, fast food joint, Arby's, who sells a, a St. Patty's Day shake, which is even better than McDonald's. And there includes the Andes mitts that you get, you know, those after-dinner mitts that, that right. uh, are so delicious. Yeah. Um, included in their, their shakes. And I was Totally, totally satisfied with their shake. So, yeah, McDonald's can go kick rocks, and I'm going to give five to Arby's because their shake was by far much better than anything McDonald's could have offered. Nice. And McDonald's, yeah. I can see why you're having so many financial problems because of that particular situation. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Going someplace where you expect to have what they're supposed to be selling on that particular day and them not having it is, yeah, that's some black shit right there, uh, for that real. Straight up ghetto. Yeah, that's some black shit right there. Uh, I, I shared in our pre-production meeting where I went to KFC one time and they told me they was out of chicken and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? How the hell are you going to be KFC and out of chicken? That makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll never forget that. They was like, we can give you some sides. I'm like, motherfucker, this ain't Kentucky Fried Sides. KFS. This ain't KFS, nigga. It's Kentucky Fried Sides. Yeah, that's awful. Like, right, exactly. the door. Like, Especially if that's here. one of your main 
your main um, product, if you don't have them, then you should close down. Shutter the doors, man. If I went exactly. there and y'all were closed, yeah, I would have been like, oh, they closed for something, whatever. Not, it's, it was terrible. Um, all right, so. That rib place, remember, we, I, remember we, I drove all the, like an hour and a half to go get some ribs from that character dude? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, yeah, we didn't get there early enough and. And yeah, um, all of the ribs that we came to get, he had already sold out of, so we ended up having to get something else. So yeah, that was that was not a, a happy trip either. Right. <laughs> when you've driven for an hour. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's that ain't that's not good at all. Um, no. So, and I. I sent you the two videos. Those two of the blackest things. We'll take the fun one first. I sent you the 15-year-old rugby player in England playing against uh yeah. in rugby did there. Say, wait a minute. Did you say 15 years old? Yeah, he's 15. That that old-looking dude is 15 years old. Yes, they might need to check think, his urine for a lot of reasons, but yeah, yeah you know, right. 15. That that dude does not look 15 years old. I'm sorry, that's yeah. an old-looking dude. Right. That's well, if, he does not look 15 years old. Yeah, but then he looks like he's at least in the double, uh, at least 20 or 30. Right. Yeah. Well, the way he was running was as if somebody was chasing him, uh, and right. they were all chasing him because he they couldn't catch him at all. And if you stay with it to the end, where you see him truck the one dude running into the end zone, I don't know what they call the touchdowns in, in for rugby or whatever, but uh, it's. That's the blackest thing I've seen this week. I, I, he's <laughs> ten times faster than everybody on that field. Uh, so. I, I had no idea he was supposed to be 15 years old. That puts a whole new spin on that video by right. far. <laughs> and then the wow. other one, which is a little bit more serious, and this one has gone viral, too, about the uh, it was the white girl that called the black girl a nigger. And uh, she gave her opportunity to take it back, and she didn't. And was standing there with her chin oh, yeah, yeah. sticking out like Popeye, and she cold cocked her, you know, and you know, yeah. knocked her the f she out. Gave her the uh, down. Yeah. Right. She gave and her so, down. right. And when we talked a little bit in the production meeting about that, and uh, you know, I and uh, I know a couple of people had posted on my timeline on Twitter too. I'm like, ah, you know, look, she shouldn't have said it. She probably deserved to catch it. Probably in the heat of the moment, she would have learned to should have caught that. But mm-hmm. you know, going over there, you know, and kind of you know making it kind of like a world star, you know, kind of situation. You know, the internet to me again, and I'm you know I'm an educator. I, the internet's forever, and you know I'll be interested to see how the different paths for these two people go. You know, because you become infamous for something that doesn't make it necessarily a good thing. Um, and I, I, I'm hoping that that girl has other aspirations in life, you know, that she's got good education and parents that are, you know, concerned about her or whatever, and she doesn't become famous for knocking somebody out because that's not the kind of fame that you want because eventually that's going to catch up. Especially with the UFC fighting. Right. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Uh, so I just, you know, I'm not a – you know, a big hutchful laugh from my, you know, knife wielding days in my youth. Uh, I'm not a real big person on like unsubstantiated <laughs> violence. Did he say knife wielding days in his youth? Yes. Yeah, wow. Right. Um, I'm not a real big fan well, now as an adult. Yeah, <laughs> uh, well, 
do we all want to be held uh, accountable for things that we did 35 years ago or 30 years ago? But um, I, I just, I, I'm just not a real big fan of violence. That's why I don't watch UFC. I don't watch it. I'm just not a big fan of it anymore. That's my get off the lawn moment. Um, but whatever. What did you think when you saw the video, Big Hutch? I mean, I I've seen it. I I hey, I'm I want to be. I'm thinking I'm gonna subscribe to the Hate Nation on YouTube. Right. I, <laughs> Hello. Hello? <laughs> yeah. 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 Go ahead. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm. You know, it's I like. Well, I don't like violence, but it does solve some things. I don't think she'll use the N word anymore. Right. <laughs> if she can talk. Or, and, or at least she'll think twice before she says right. it. Right. Yeah. It's yeah, I, I you know, I I already explained. I I got I got issues with that kind of stuff. Only because it's forever. You know, and I hate that you know, as much and I'm I follow World Star on, on Twitter and as much as I see some funny videos on there, when that violent stuff comes on there I, I always regret having seen it like later. It's like, damn it, I wish I had skipped that. Um, but that's just me. But anywho all right, anybody got any STFUs besides the McDonald's? <laughs> the kind of shake, shake having asses? Yeah, that shamrock shake, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got any STFUs, Big Hutch? I'm thinking I really don't have an STFU. Okay. Really... Oh, wrong with... I mean, of course, I got STFU to my bracket, but other than that, well, <laughs> Yeah, well, in Ohio State not making it to the right. yeah, that, that does suck. Yeah. yeah, but beyond that, nothing stood yeah, out for you. I mean, yeah, I, I think another a cop killed a black bird, but I, I haven't yeah. done that one. Right. Okay. I, um, I'm scrolling through my Facebook. I usually post them on there, but I don't really see anything. I hadn't had too much going on like that and the ones that I want to give out I can't because of my uh my J O B so um I'm gonna hold those in because I'd like to keep my job. Um so uh yeah but that's that. All right. So yeah so to McDonalds uh yeah. still in McDonalds y'all well y'all obviously do y'all obviously do yeah I don't mess around with McDonald's outside of French fries and breakfast hardly anymore. Oh, well, guess what? I don't either, and I've tried to steer clear of them, but after that particular incident, I most definitely will be steering clear of them. Big Mac filet, fish, corn, ice cold, milkshake, Sunday. Yeah, you've always been a fan. I've been a fan, too. Big I can tell you one story about our, again, how do we not have lunch tickets? Um, during the summer where we, um, you know, were latchkeyed. And I'm not sure if our grandmother was still working at the time, and I just did it. There was I walked from our house to the closest McDonald's uh, in our, and I'm air quotation, neighborhood. Um, and that mug, how, where do you think that McDonald's is in relation to our house? Uh, uh, you know what I'm talking about? The one all the way up Gettysburg, like all the way up the hill. Okay. Yeah, there, huh? yeah, that, that thing's at least, that's at least three four, miles. Huh? Three or four miles. Yeah, I would say three or four miles. So I walked up there to get whatever I was going to get, 
And because the bus would have taken me there, but I didn't have bus money to get up and back and food. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Dang, it was that hard. <laughs> yeah. So I made the one way trip to go. <laughs> what was that? Even Florida was like, damn, damn, damn. <laughs> yeah. So I made the one-way trip up the hill, and it, it, I would, yeah, I'd have to say it was probably a solid three or four miles. And I got the food, and I was able to time the bus out, and then able to take the bus back. You know, to be able to have the food back um, again. Why were we not on lunch tickets if it was that for real hard? Um, so, uh, yeah, if I, don't, I usually don't mess with McDonald's too much outside of breakfast and fries. That's about it. Um, yeah, I'd have to be hard pressed. But yeah, so yeah. yeah, so we'll give it out to McDonald's. Uh, so McDonald's and your non-shake having asses when you're supposed to have shakes. Right. Yeah, yeah well, actually, I'm selling Shamrock Shake on St. Patrick's Day. What kind of BS is that? Yeah, so to McDonald's, <laughs> you please get a shut the fuck, the fuck uh, up. Yeah, please. <laughs> yeah. 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 You can shake and the Harvey gets a high five for actually yeah. selling them. So, right. Yeah. Oh, good job. Good job, Harvey. <laughs> they get a yeah. shout out. Harvey gets yeah. a shout out. There you go. Harvey's in the hood, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's saying something, too. All right. Anywho, all right, so, yeah, we'll wrap up Podcast 28 for Brothers Comics. Um, if you haven't done so, check out the blog and the website at brotherscomics.com. That's B-R-O-T-H-A-S, comics.com. Check us out on Facebook. You can follow us at Brothers Hutchinson. That's B-R-O-T-H-A-S dot Hutchinson. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Brothers Comics. Um, if you haven't done so all this week, you can check out the content that we've had from this past week. Um, our interview with Demetrius Patterson, who played Miles Morales in Spider-Man Lives. You can check out uh, my article where I wrote about that said that I didn't hate uh, Get Hard as much as female perspective hated it. Um, you can also <laughs> check out uh, uh, our little, my little quick review of the X-Men Apocalypse trailer pretty much right after it happened as a little podcast about that or interview about that. And we have two hopeful interviews lined up. I can't really speak about it yet because the I's and the T's have not been crossed, uh, but hopefully we'll have those for you next week. Um, I, I can't announce one of them. We will have, I'm going to do it Wednesday from uh, a different location um, with Marcus, um, who's the artist on um, Hero Cats and the artist of Tuskegee Airs. Um, he's the book that he's running. It's an individual, uh, an indie created book that he's doing along with Hero Cats. So be on the lookout for that. That should come out on Wednesday or Thursday. Um, this podcast should be up and running on Monday or Tuesday. And then in the interim for that, we're going to have a couple of other podcasts for you as we start to get ready for Batman versus Superman. Uh, we're going to do a Batman podcast and a Superman podcast uh, where we talk about the movies that have come before. Um, just off the top of my head, uh, some of those Batman movies are awful. Um, and then some of the Superman movies are awful. But I don't think – I think the, one, the, the Batman movies that are awful are greater than the awfulness of the Superman movies. But that's up for debate, uh, and we'll talk about that here. And so be looking on the lookout for those uh, early next week. And, again, I bought my tickets. We'll get to that uh, 
initial review for Batman vs. Superman Thursday night, and I will drop that out as soon as I can. So that's all we got going. Uh, looking forward to the movie this week. I know I am. Oh, and if you haven't done so, if you go to the Facebook page, if you haven't ordered your brother's comic T-shirt on the first run, the second run of T-shirts are available, and they will be shipping out on April the 2nd. So if you go to Brothers Comics, you can find it there. If you go to eBay, that's where the order form is. You go to ebay.com, put in uh, Brothers Comics as a, as a search, and it'll pull right up to where the, the shirts are available. So you can check that out. Go buy a shirt. They're $12. Excellent. That's all I got. You got anything else, Big Hutch? Um, See you on the flip. See you on the flip. What about you, female perspective? I do not have anything else to add to that. See you in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, see you in Hell's Kitchen. Yes, I think we're about to go back and jump into a little bit more Daredevil here um, at the end of this podcast. So I'm going to be the producer. I'm signing off. Sign off, female perspective. Uh, adios from the female perspective. Big hard sign off. Uh, see you on the flip. Good night. All right. All right. Y'all take it easy. We'll see you on the other side. Peace. Peace. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.